0: Adnan, thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Um, So Adnan is the founder of Mercato AI. And uh, on this uh, beautiful Sunday afternoon, we're going to be talking about your project and how you started it. So for those that don't know, Mercato AI is an artificial intelligence database that gathers uh, the information about performance statistics of all players in the Quebec province, correct? Yeah. Okay, so if you want to elaborate maybe sure. a little bit more.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to, uh, to be here and to be able to talk about the project. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so Mercado is, uh, is basically what we wanted to do is we wanted to find a data-driven approach to find youth talents. Mm-hmm. And the way we do that is that we try to gather as much information as possible from public database mm-hmm. uh, about those youth players, right? And we try to find out uh, based on that data who are the best players. And it's extremely factual, and it's only based on statistics. So we don't let like any other, you know. For now, we don't let any other influence. Like, hey, do we meet the guy? Do we we meet the girl? Do we go to the field and try mm-hmm. to see them? Like, it's base. It's only based on stats, um, and. Um, so yeah, as you said, like right now we're in Quebec, focused only on soccer. Uh, we have almost right now, like we have about uh, 250,000 players in the database, soccer players, anyone that played soccer over the last 10 years, and um, and uh, we have pretty good prediction rates so far.
0: Okay, um, so. Just uh, to kind of go back a little bit uh, backwards, uh, I know you from Spot Fields. So you and both of your brothers, while you were at school studying engineering, software engineering, you guys came up with a project that's called Spot Fields. And um, just to, to talk about it briefly, Spot Fields was was a platform that you uh, kind of. It was like I feel like it was almost like the same concept, but for for fields, like for actual like uh not stadiums, but like for courts and gymnasiums and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so, basically, like the first idea, of yeah fields that we started was like kind of Airbnb for sports centers.
0: Airbnb for sports centers, That's yeah. perfect. Yeah.
1: So that was the idea at first, but we changed a lot the mm-hmm. business model. Okay. Because we worked on it for like four years. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: so okay, so you went from that project and merged into a database project that is more about statistics. Yeah. Um, And again, like player statistics and performance and stuff like that. Um, Like in what way did the Spotfields project influence your decision or the way you modeled the, the mer- Mercado AI? Oh,
1: I think definitely like everything that's like every, like Mercado AI wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for spot fields. Uh, the way it started was like when we were working on spot fields, basically like the end business model that we had was like uh, a soccer subscription. So it would pay a monthly fee mm-hmm. and then you have access to like several games all, up, all around Montreal. And one of the biggest issue that we had, um, the main reason why people didn't like the service was the fact that, um, like a lot of people loved it, but yeah. like the reason why some yep. people didn't like it was the fact that uh, sometimes it would code to the field, they'd have everything for them, but the level in the field, the level of the players yes. was not homogeneous. So basically mm-hmm. you would play with someone really good or really bad, mm-hmm. and that would you know, make the whole screen yeah. suck. So we tried to work on a way to be able to assess players' level Based on their stats. Okay. We had referees going to every game to to make sure that everything would go right, and those referees will take like basic stats: mm-hmm. goals, assets, red cards, yellow cards, win, losses, and stuff like that. And basically, what we did is like we stopped like for one month and we tried to figure out what can we do with those stats, even though they're not uh, really deep, like right. So mm-hmm. it's not like we know exactly where yeah, they go yeah, on yeah. the field, so we like basic to give stats. You an idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: But what we realized is that we could take those stats, put them into context, and be able to actually assess to a certain degree the players' level. So we did it with spot fields, and we start like rating every single one of the players. And like every time someone would sign up for a game, he would be able to see exactly the players of every every the level of every players in the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know we did that for several months, and we had you know tremendous feedback. Everybody loved it, and realized okay maybe we can actually use that. Uh, for the rest of the players and for people that actually, because Spotfield was like really focused on people that were like, you know, youth, adults, uh, young adults, uh, that didn't like really care that much about sports or something. Mm-hmm. It was like more of a fun Yes, thing.
0: it wasn't like a, more of a competitive type Absolutely, of... Absolutely, it's not uh, a career uh, thing. It's yes, just mm-hmm. like
1: you do that mm-hmm. on the side, Sunday, Sunday Saturday, yeah. something like that. Uh, so we thought like, how can we use that and actually use it for people where that have like support at the center front and center of their mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. and those people are the youths yeah right yeah, now yeah, yeah so um so that's how we uh so that's how it went
0: and was there and like was there another pla- like did you i'm not sure if you looked, but like was there another existing platform that was kind of similar to Ma- to to ai that already existed in, on the market
1: yeah so There are a lot of like, there are a lot of different services and software because it's a Mm -hmm. big industry, it's an enormous industry, like the youth sport industry in North America, it's about $47 billion and it's growing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there are a lot of services, a lot of companies, but what we notice is that like most of the companies are focused on like that top 5%. When I say top 5%, I mean like university, or maybe, you know, professional, semi-professional players. They look at, they try to like analyze video and stuff like that, right? So it's really, really, it's not niche. It's, they they have a lot of capital, so they can pay for, you know, higher, uh, better Mm -hmm. services. But for the 95%, the youths that don't have, you know, uh,
0: Somebody to edit the video, to take videos of them, yeah. to put highlights on, yeah. make those highlights of players that you see exactly. on YouTube and stuff. Exactly.
1: So the, the, yeah. There is nothing as such. And, That's uh, true. And, and the only thing that exists right now, like in terms of service for the youths, directed to the youths, is like some kind of marketplace where the youths go in, enter their own information, and then they can actually link up with other coaches and recruiters. Yeah. And I honestly feel like it's not enough in order to be able to, you know, provide those youths with the right um right tools and the right uh opportunities for them to be able to access their 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 the next level in the next life so so yeah so there are like some services right now but i feel like in the way we targeting and the kind of people that we're targeting Mm -hmm. i don't feel like there are a lot of competition there
0: okay and um Again, like speaking of art- artificial intelligence, and I like the, the 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 fact that like you guys are well, you are actually like merging um, what you learned in school and software engineering and kind of like directing it towards a passion of yours, which is sports in general. Um, like, how did you how like like how did you think of like using what you studied in school and like software in software engineering school yeah. and kind of like molded that into uh, a purpose that is sports driven.
1: Yeah, like um, I, I studied software engineer uh, mm-hmm. in Montreal and when I went into software engineering it was not like oh I love software or anything like that just because you know um, it was uh, it was like the thing to do in a way because my dad taught like yeah you should mm-hmm. go into software engineering and also he didn't really know what I wanted to do even like as an entrepreneur or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then I just, um, you know, I got to the point where I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my free time. Cause you know, even in school, even though it's a lot of work and it's an engineering school and stuff like that, I realized there was a lot and a lot of free time where I could like invest in something. And I remember having this problem where I wanted to play squash because that was one of my favorite, uh, game to play and I couldn't find people to play with, I couldn't find a field to play in, and I was like, okay, maybe this is the opportunity for me to actually do something of my free time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to see the two people that I trusted the most, which are my brother, mm-hmm. uh, my brothers, and I was like, oh, let's do something about it. And it just started this way, I had no idea it would take me like four years of my life, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and actually happened to become maybe like the-
0: Four rewarding years of a lot of growth and knowledge to <laughs> yeah, the entrepreneurial it's... sphere, and just everything that you learn. for
1: sure everything like it it just like that like i I always say that spot feels had like impact on some people but honestly the biggest impact that it had is on me as a person how i grew how i became what i became and like i know that the path is still like there's still long uh, a long way to go and there's still a lot of things to learn but i feel like just in four years i feel like i just changed completely so and that's why i feel like for any like uh, anyone like that studies in school and doing anything like that, I feel like the best thing uh, is to try to invest your time into something that could be like you know impactful, like mm-hmm. have because you know there is no risk, there is nothing to lose. Like the worst thing that could happen is you've yeah. like, just spent four years of your life working on something yeah. that end up not taking off, which mm-hmm. is you know in and in, in, in retrospect, what happened with spot fields. But it's still like you yeah. know, you learn a lot. you mm-hmm. actually learn to your value uh, increases, so you mm-hmm. can actually l- use that value to leverage yeah. you know any job offer or anything like that.
0: And uh, you, well, like when you started Spotfields, which is basically the former project that you had before MacAdoI, I believe you were what 21 20
1: I was 20 around 20 yeah
0: okay so at the age of 20 yeah. you wanted to like uh, decided to embark on something of your own yeah using the knowledge that you had at the time yeah before you even get to have the opportunity to learn so much in the following four years yeah. but um, again for market I um, I just want to go back to the point where you sh- you mentioned earlier that you was really like you, you kind of like you were really thinking of the that 95% of the people that don't have the opportunities or the tools to get the exposure that they deserve to have if they want to embark on a, don't know semi-professional journey or just get recruited or scouted by a team yeah Um, so was that the purpose like the main purpose of creating this database where anybody could just like put their name on and just like get as much data of about themselves as uh, as they can
1: yeah that's a great point yeah because we didn't talk about the problem we talked about the solution but um, even though, like I said, the industry is growing and there's a lot of you know, transactions going on and mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, if you look at the participation rate of the kids, of the youth, it's really in free fall. Like, you know, at the age of 13, 14, around 70% of the kids drop out of team sports. Oh yeah, it's, and it's, more
0: girls too, eh? And more girls, yeah, <laughs>
1: it's crazy. No, it's bad for everyone, yes. for guys and girls. So it's it's really, really bad, and the fact is, There are a lot of reasons why people are dropping out of team sports. I'm not going to go into details, but basically there is a problem, right? And one of the reasons is the fact that uh, if you think about the youth sports recruitment right now, the the way it works, it's becoming more and more of a pay-to-win environment. Basically, uh, the the parents that have the money and the, the family, the households that have the means to be able to put their kids into like the private combines, private coaching, yeah. private tryouts, and, and such, are able to get their kids to go to the best level. They go to the best universities. They have the best friends. Uh, and on the other side, the people that don't have the mean, the the household that don't have the actual, you know, money to be able to do that, uh, well you know they 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 drop out they they don't they don't keep going with their with their with their practice and even though you know they're gonna be like maybe five percent yeah the 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 real number is like maybe five percent of people that practice team sport are going to go to varsity team maybe like 0.1 are going to professional team the truth is this is not the biggest issue what i'm saying is like there's those 70% that dropping out of team sport, those 70% are more likely to go into drugs. Those 70% are more likely to drop out of school because mm. it happens, Absolutely. sports is of one course. of the best thing.
0: To keep, to keep a, kids a child school, out of trouble. Out
1: of Period. trouble, <laughs> out of drugs, <laughs> out of cigarettes, out yeah. of drunk food, Trust everything. It's,
0: it's the best thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's definitely the best thing. And that's the, that's the crazy thing. So the idea here is not yep. like just to find out who's going to be the best player. The idea here is to find a way to work with the kids, Work with the youth to make sure that they stay into their practice, keep involved the, uh, in keep, an activity. Absolutely, and sort. keep the right mm-hmm. habits until yeah. like they get to, you know, 18, 19 and twenty, yeah. and then after that, they have the right habits for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So I feel like this is this is one of the biggest problem I feel like in this industry, and that's why we try to solve in our way with Mercado. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, and um, so like, as at uh, what age? Are you guys like you guys are starting to have data database of, of of players starting at what what age? Is is it like whenever like the fed, the federation or the school that they're enrolled in starts like putting up these data online? Definitely. So
1: it's about 30, 30, 13 years old, fourteen years old. So it's around that age where we start having actual data. Before that, it's it's uh, it's either non-existent or yeah. not relevant enough mm-hmm. for us to be able to use it for. In you know rating purposes but yeah. um i think about 14 years old yeah we have access to it there
0: mm-hmm. now i know that like it's a project that you you are starting out and um that will be uh, like under development and will continue to grow and, and develop sure. um what would you want from i don't know like maybe uh sports federations or like schools like what, what what would you want for them to kind of like contribute to your project and what in what way and what and yeah. In what capacity would you want, and like an extra type of uh, For
1: sure, so it's, for it's definitely a team thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's We can't do what we do, we can't do what we want to do without the Federation, without all people involved mm-hmm. in sports. So what we want is we want to be able to work together in making that possible. Uh, you know, uh, what I mean by that is being able to find a way to not only promote, you know, this competitive aspect of thing, but also promote this, uh, you know, building, uh, th- this this educational aspect of it. Um, for instance, like we would love to be working with Soccer Quebec or, you know, any 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 provis- provincial federation to be able to, you know, um, give those tools for free to the kids, give those tools for free to the coaches, give those tools for free to the recruiters, Absolutely. just to be able to create a more transparent environment yep. and a more... You know, um, you know everyone that actually wants to make it big, or wants to make it better, like go go higher, can do it without yeah. having to spend. Mm-hmm money for it right yeah
0: yeah yeah no, absolutely and i think i think it will benefit everybody really if you, if you took a look at it from every single perspective from the parent perspective from the school perspective the, the scout perspective to the player perspective everybody needs to get a certain type of data depending on the on the role that they're holding yeah. um and that specific aspect so i feel like i feel like there shouldn't be like i mean i i feel like it's it's almost like necessary for everybody to kind absolutely. of like and in, get involved and like just embark on a journey where all like player data is on display and and, and available for um, for for them to to know of. But um, so okay, so like and then basically like, would you have also like the information of professional players as well, or on like at what age does it stop? Now we know like it starts at 13, 14.
1: Yeah,
0: and it goes until until when?
1: Yeah, so basically there are no limits right now. We have. I mean, I'd like to say virtually anyone that touched soccer ball in Quebec over the last 10 years, because the idea here is the more data we have, the more we can actually assess the players level, because we can see actually patterns building and we can see players that played, you know, seven years ago, actually went to university or went to a professional club. Mm-hmm. So we can use that as a pattern to be able to find, you know, other pattern, uh, yeah. other patterns and everything. Mm-hmm. So there is no limits. Uh, but the truth is we need to make sure that the environment, the, the data that we build, that's one of the... That's one of the things that we have. We need to make sure that it's it's one same environment. So basically, like let's say we have data about players in Quebec, and we have data about players in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two data are not are not yeah. going to communicate mm-hmm. and they're not compatible. Even though you have like good players in Brazil, good players in Quebec, you can't actually compare the two because it's a completely different environment. They don't play games together. Absolutely. So the idea here is to be able to propagate, propagate the um, the community. Uh, in a in a localized way, like where we start with Montreal, like we start with Quebec right now because that's 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 where we are. But then the, again, the idea here is to go to other provinces in Canada because even though they don't play together every every time, they still play together at the university level, collegial level. So there are a lot of you know communication and games together. So the idea is to be able to grow that way, and then once we get to, to Ontario and other provinces in Canada, we can actually move. To the U.S. and be able to provide that kind of service for mm-hmm. for other for other states in the U.S. Yeah. And all.
0: So if I were a scout and I was looking into a specific player that I heard of and uh, from just word of mouth or whatever, and um, word of mouth or I don't know, what I said word <laughs> of mouth, word of mouth, and then I'm looking, I have a name, so I just go on to Mercato AI and then I type a name. Yeah and then what is the type of data that I would have the tendency to see?
1: Yeah, so this is, uh, uh, as you said, it's it's really early in the project and mm-hmm. everything that we're discussing right now is open to change. Um, and the the platform that that is online right now is, a, is, is in beta. So basically, um, the way it would work right now is you go on Mercado and let's say we want to see Voila, Voila is one of the greatest uh-huh. player.
0: <laughs> in another world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah let's say like Walla is a great player and we live in that other world and someone want to check on Walla so we go online he goes in Walla he can look at all the stats all the career stats of Walla for the last five years Um, even though like the stats are not deep stats like you won't be able to see for instance where Walla played on the field or anything Mm -hmm. like that but you'll be able to see stats put in context so let's say let's say uh, your forward player, uh, we you will be able to see, okay, in terms of forward players, how do you compare with other players? What's your level, compa- level compared to other players of your age group, of your category? Because we're not gonna compare, you know, anyone that plays at Sunny Pro, someone that plays at a local level. So we try to contextualize those stats. So you would see all the career stats, the progression, all the teams that uh, Wada played with. You will see also all the um, highlights of her games. You will see her form whether she's consistent or not whether she would like play super game like like if she has like pressure games, which is extremely important for a soccer player to be able to sustain the mental Absolutely. pressure uh, we look at that we look at finals and we see okay whether well is able to actually perform well during like the playoffs and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's uh, that's pretty much what you would see the idea here is to to give as little information as possible, like just to take all that information that we have and try to, you know, make it as concise as possible to say, okay, this is uh, in retrospect, this is what you know, um, like the word that I'm trying to find is this is well as level. Yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. to say this is what well is word, but I don't feel like this is. Yeah. This yeah, is good. Yeah. yeah. So it's. So yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much what you would see as a as a scout. And the idea here is not only to give that for the scouts, the idea here is also for Wella to be able to to, to follow up her, her So purpose. I can evaluate myself and kind of Absolutely. see where I
0: stand. No, it's it's definitely um, interesting to see, as a, I mentioned earlier, like in, in a specific um, concept where it's so interesting for just to play, the player to kind of like know so much of themselves and like see, oh, I did that and did that. Because like at the end of the day, players like to play and that's why if you're good, I mean, you get to a specific type of level, but everything that they learn afterwards is is just additional knowledge the most important thing for them is to play so people like you and people like those people that like actually track down data sometimes it's just nice even for the player to see like oh I've done this and that I yeah. did these the, this this amount of appearances I got this and this so it's um it's definitely beneficial for everybody yeah. um okay so now what is like your your the project is like like basically it's just like it's 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 running
1: yeah absolutely. um
0: where is it headed now like what's what's the next step for yeah for mecca
1: so right now what we're working on is we try to involve we, we try to uh educate people on their stats because it's something new yeah and with anything new, like, people have, you know, have to, like, really understand why do yeah. we do that? How do we do it? What's the point of doing it? Mm-hmm. So the the the, goals of the the goal of the next, you know, for the coming months is really just to educate people, just to show those stats to people, as many people as possible, keep people, like, on, 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 you know, yeah. give, like, uh, the idea is to be able to involve as much, uh, as possible the community and be mm-hmm. able to like find people that actually care about what we're doing. Um, in being more concrete what we're trying to be here, we're trying to build right now, uh, a small, you know, uh, software for the coaches, uh, basically trying to make sure that they can use the data that we have to make better decision on a game per game basis. Um, and um, so that's the short term goal for the next you know s- mm-hmm. five to six mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. obviously there is some there is there's is a, a particularity in our industry it's extremely seasonal so we have like big season during the summer and then you know the winter season is a bit less yeah uh, for soccer for soccer yeah, yeah uh, definitely for soccer
0: considering the fact that there is indoor soccer although it's not as
1: yeah, yeah there is indoor soccer yeah. there are a lot of people practicing but in terms of quantity like yeah. compared to like people that play in winter yeah no absolutely it's, it's different. Uh, yeah. So what we try to do is like, we want to try to like, as I said, it's really a new project. So there are a lot of unknowns and there are a lot of things that might change over yep. time. So what we, try, what we want to do during the next, you know, four or five months is to try to like, you know, answer as many questions as possible mm-hmm. about the product, yep. the value proposition, what are the good things? what are the bad things or the risk with what we're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we, yeah, it's, it's pretty much, that's pretty much it.
0: Okay. I gotta Mm -hmm. fix this again. and in terms of risk um, I know that like for any project that exists out there there's always a risk that needs to be get, uh, taken into consideration um, considering that this is um, you know it's it's a it's a project that is based off of artificial intelligence and it is the new like it's 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 the new thing now yeah um, how accurate is it for your project like how 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 accurate are is the data that you have used, or I guess derived from an artificial an artificial uh, intelligence yeah. software? Yeah. How accurate is it for for individuals?
1: Yeah, sure. So, yeah, as like the data that we have is not comprehensive. It's really like the data that we're capable of having online. But just based on the data that we have and the players that we have right now, uh, one of the you know one of the stats that I use to be able to assess mm-hmm. the the the, the the Good prediction rate right, of what we're doing is like we we look at our top 20 players, female and males, and mm-hmm. we try to see how many of those players actually get to university as a varsity team, yeah. a varsity team and professional. Uh, so that could be like MLS for instance in North America, it can also be like soccer, Canadian national a CBL, soccer team, yeah, or CBL, right? or CBL or or, for yeah. instance, going to come. Soon, definitely, but we don't have that yet for mm-hmm. CPL Okay. So but basically, yeah, we try to see those people that actually were able to, to make uh, to make a career mm-hmm. in a way, even mm-hmm. though it's university, being able to use it for for other purposes. And on our, our top twenty players, 18 were able to make it to university okay. as a varsity team. Mm-hmm. And five on our top ten were able to make it to the Canadian national team. So basically um, our rating system, we were able just by using the stats that we have to scout those players without watching any of their games, without talking to any of their coaches, without doing any combines or tryouts, just based on the factual statistics, we're able to actually determine that those players are really, really good. Um, so, in terms of like prediction, again, it's stats, it's factual. Uh, our, the, 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 the the added value of what we're bringing is that um, uh, it's not bias. we try to make sure that it's as, you know, there's as little bias as possible, but the, you know, the other side is that it's not comprehensive. Like when you go, when you're a scout or when you're a coach, you really interact with the players. One of the biggest things that makes the difference between uh, an amazing player and a good player is the mental, is how good they are, how uh, how ambitious, how mm-hmm. strong in the character, all those mm-hmm. statistics, all those information, like we can try to assess them by like, for instance, trying to see how they perform during the pressure, yeah. uh, match uh, games like with pressure, but um, we can't really like assess it with a very good prediction rate. But the idea here is to be able to get to that at a certain yeah. point
0: i was just gonna ask you like how do you even um get to evaluate like somebody's mental strength are we gonna get to that day where i can just like pull up a place profile and i would have like a column saying like mental strength like 6.8 on 10 or something (laughs) like that you know because it's so like it's so necessary for the players like to just to determine place performance because it's it's like again the mind is way more important than the body but at the same time it's so hard to like determine um you know because yeah
1: there, I yeah, it's, 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 it's extremely interesting. And for me, like, I love that behavior and be able to see like how we can like assess, you know, not in a big brother way, but more in a, how can we understand that better? Yeah. The, uh, the players no, and be able, even though like, you know, just giving them the insight, just letting them know that, you know, this is your strength. This is your weakness. No, you absolutely. need to work on it. If you want to have any kind of curve. I think it's great, um, but there is this 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 amazing movie called um, Moneyball from with Brad Pitt. Yeah, and, uh, I saw it. you saw it. Yeah, it's like this
0: this the the, the introduction to like data analytics. Yeah, and so yeah, it, yeah, so that's
1: one of the things that got me. Like I, I I watched it like you know. I read the book actually. Yeah, I read yeah, the book. Too. To- <laughs> <laughs> I, book I, I read it this this year, um, but um yeah, it's 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 really really good, and the idea here is just to show how. Just by removing all the biases that we can yep. have like by assessing players level with like you know how look good looking they, they, they are how you know i don't know how how tall they are something like that we're actually missing on on a lot of opportunities right we're focusing on the wrong things and we just forget about the things that actually matter mm-hmm. so that's the idea here is to be able to produce what they do what they did in mobile because it's a true story but like yeah at scale with every single player there is.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, and I think it, it can also be a good um, contribution. I guess. In ad- addition to. What coaches already know of their own players. And yeah. it could be. Because um, again. Like going back to. You know. Mental strength. And mental performance. And stuff like that. These are all things that. We can evaluate. But again. To a certain degree. Um, and hopefully. Maybe one day. We'll be able to. To actually get all the details. Of how. The brain functions for each and every yeah. player depending on their phase and de- and depending where there where they are at that specific moment. Yeah. Um, but like, it's it for me like it's so fascinating because you learned like you you came up with a small a small part, well spot field Airbnb for for um for, for for uh, sports centers and then four years later you embarked on a much bigger project that involves like software and um yeah. database and like artificial intelligence at its fullest um what have you learned in those four years of trying to um improve and enhance your first project that benefited you with a market way when you start like when you first started to have the the idea that okay yeah i want to i want to create this website i want to be able to have the all of this like the one platform that can just have all of this data um and how can i do it right now like what did you learn from those past four years that mm-hmm. that helped you, kind of.
1: Yeah, um, it's hard to like pinpoint the mm-hmm. things because it's like so many things. Like, uh, like I learned so many things during those four years. Um, you know, I would say like one of the main things that um uh, that um that I learned with spot feels is being okay with failing, like being okay with trying and failing and trying and failing, because you know and anyone that wants to achieve something you know bigger than himself or anything mm-hmm. uh, bigger than herself is you need to accept the fact that you're going to fail a lot and because honestly i feel like that's 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 the best way to be able to learn because you you you, 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 you when you succeed you don't you know, stop, look back and be like, okay, what did I do, right? What? But when you fail, you know, you're so bad and you so you feel so, you know, uh, at the yeah. bottom, depending on how yep. hard you failed, but basically, you take time to actually look back and try to see, okay, what's the good things, mm. what's the bad things? So, you know, spot fields, we had so many failures, we had so many times where we thought, like, it was going to work out and then it was a complete flop. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with Mercator, like, you know, even though we started, like, not so long ago, we had our first fails and I feel like I was prepared for it and even though you know it's hard because you spend so much time working on your business you just say okay it's not a it's not a failure it's a learning I taught that yeah. I learned something better and also like obviously you know thinking big <laughs> I think that's uh you know being able to like look big and be like okay it's not because you know it's it's not because they're, you know I'm younger or anything like that. Yeah. I can't do something that's mm-hmm. going to impact people worldwide. I want, uh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I can do that, so I'm just going to do it. And even though it's going to take you know years and years and years, for people, I'm just going to go into that path, and you know, ultimately, it's going to work out. I hope. Mm-hmm. So no, I guess. Works.
0: Absolutely, you yeah, have the right mindset <laughs> for it. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know if, like yeah, obviously it's it's uh, it's still like it's too early to say whether it's going to work out or not, mm-hmm. but you know, and you told me something that's going to like uh and I feel like it really talked to me like, you like, no, no matter like how many times you fail, and, like you get to a certain point where you know that you're so and you told me that yeah. like you you know that <laughs> this is your path mm-hmm. and you decided that's going to be your path. That you don't care that much about like those small failures. You yeah. don't care about like those small critics. You don't yeah. care about those small things because you know that ultimately you're gonna make it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And it, it's it's so it hard is inspiring, to explain. <laughs> <but I haven't>... <laughs> no <laughs> It's so hard to explain because you understand because you have something. You have your your little baby that you're yeah. working on. Actually not so much of a baby now because yeah. it's your second project yeah. and it's much bigger than your first one, but It's like you, you can, I'm pretty sure you can understand. It's like you have something within you that says, my ideas are going to work. I know it's going to work. And it's like, you don't know what, what is making you think. It's not arrogance. It's not overconfidence. It's not being delusional. It's really like knowing yourself so much that you know that like you're putting yourself out there, you're trying and you know that you're going to fail as much. Like, as you said, like, it's the same thing for me right now in my career. But I know that there's something within me that is going to, Push me to ultimately be able to be to like to land where I'm supposed to be, and that confidence is is not like it's not again it's not blinding. It's just I I know I'm gonna fail again. I know I have a lot of work to do. I need I need to bust my ass again and again and again and like really try so many things. But I know that ultimately I'm gonna be where I want to be, and I'm gonna be able to to transcend all of these ideas that are much bigger than myself again, as a sports journalist or as a journalist point, um, because it's just, it's just like, it's bigger than us, yeah. you know, and, uh, um, people might not understand. People might say certain things like, uh, or critics, but you know, deep down that you have a project that, that will ultimately benefit, um, the mass 100%. and, and, and different industries. So, yep. so for sure, I have no doubt that like, it's going to work And for me, like thinking of like Mercato AI and, and, like i was again when you first introduced and like introduced a project and like i looked at it and i I was really like amazed that i went back several times and like i was actually typing people's names like Mm -hmm. like players that i know and just looking at all these performances and like thinking of all these people that i know that are in the sports industry that are it's their job to collect data and specific like sports science or uh, tracking like uh, running performance or or you know like all these people that collect or the st- player statistics per game or stuff like that and scouts and whatever and i'm like okay well this can be like the market to like gather up all these data for all these people to be to be able to work together yep. um so i feel like this is going to be the platform that will have everybody on it and just like everybody benefit uh, benefiting everybody to be able to ultimately provide the best player performance for for athletes depending on their age even if they stop or they don't make it to the pros pros but at least to be able to have recognition you know and it's and it's a way of of, of being recognized because anybody can just type your name and look you up and just get all of your information so um it's really cool and um i i can only like I, i can only imagine how far it's gonna go and i have no doubt about that
1: so that'd be awesome thank you thank you yeah i hope that's yeah
0: no for sure i want to like shift a little bit into like we spoke about artificial intelligence we we spoke about the database we spoke about the 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 project but like just you as a um as a a creator creator of 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 of, of things or I guess making things happen out of like just uh vis- like visual vis- blah, blah, sorry, <laughs> visualization or just like ideas that you mm-hmm. have in your mind um considering the fact that you're young and considering the fact that like you started your first project when you were 20 mm-hmm. um you said something earlier about like that's you said oh that's what I what I always tell people when they go to school is like use what you learned for something like bigger than yourself or something bigger than just yeah. like finding a job. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when was like, when was the time like in your life that you actually like realized that like, oh crap. Okay. So like I studied this, I'm not out of love, but I, because I had to do it or because some people like your dad or whatever, yeah. like it's a safe path, yeah. but like I used it to, 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 to do something that I love. And when was the time and like, when was that time in your life when you made the correlation between, okay, like it's this realization of okay well it's true like you can use what you learn in school to create something that you yeah that speaks to you
1: well i think you know uh uh, i remember like the first time that i the first project that i started was not like spot fields was at another company just before it okay uh when i was also 20 it didn't last long it lasted like six months or something but anyway i started this i was like on my finals uh, at Puy- at Poly, and trying to like study for my finals and then this this friend of mine come and we start talking and we're like oh like what are you working on and he's like oh I'm working on this on this new project and it's a cooking thing basically like the idea was to like the question was like how do you know what you're gonna eat when you go back home at 6pm or 7pm like you don't know what's in the fridge you don't want to cook you don't want to spend time thinking about it anything like that. And I was like, oh, I love food, so yeah, obviously it's it's, it's a great <laughs> fit. I'm gonna work on it. And then I remember that first day I worked on it, I I it was like 10 a.m. I said like, let's meet up two days from now, and we 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 we, we show to each other mm-hmm. what we uh, what we what we prepared. And I remember like I started working at 10 a.m. and then I don't know what happened, but um the next time I actually looked at the at the, at the watch, it was like 10 p.m. I spent a whole day working on a project. And it never happened to me. Like I never felt like that much, you know, fulfillment working on something. Even while studying, as a good student, but like I never felt like that, you know, happiness, that excitement. Yeah. Be like oh wow! And I was like doing something in respect that was mm-hmm. extremely like boring or anything. Like, yeah. I, like It was like business plan or something like that. And I just realized, okay, wow! Well, if I could do that every day of my life, I'll be the happiest man in the world. Yeah. And that yeah. I, yeah and that's how it that's how it went mm-hmm.
0: so basically it's your realization that you are an individual who is driven by excitement for creating something out of just like an idea yeah,
1: yeah it's 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 yeah you you find like your i don't know like how it went with you like for sports or for yeah you told me about it briefly mm-hmm. but yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's like well i mean yeah well for, i still need your answer but yeah. for me it's more of like i like i look at things and how can i pass this on to someone that does not know anything of of about this specific situation and how can i Present this to you in the way that you can learn or learn something about it in a very um while like while you are being entertained yeah um not with, without you not like being bored or whatever because sometimes for me like I don't know like I look at doc- well I'm very curious but for I guess for at uh, the average average Joe's that, that are not interested about everything um, they can I don't know watch something uh, a five minute clip of something on Facebook and then they can just learn something um and just they, they can just move on with their day. Well, somebody had to like gather up all these ideas and make that five-minute video for you. That it might not you are you might not be very interested in, in 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 that specific topic, but you you can still watch that video and in, in a very entertaining um, type of, of of atmosphere, still while learning something. So for me as a journalist, it's it has always been about how can I. Uh, resemble people, or like get them, make them closer to one another by presenting or showcasing stories and ideas, and 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 different perspectives of what each and every one of us is living. You know. Yeah. Um. So for for me, that's that's it. But like for you, that's it's yeah.
1: But that's that's one of the thing. By the way, and I go back to like because we're both extremely ambitious, but we both like focus on different things. Mm-hmm. And 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 I feel like you know. That goes back to like what we talked about the soccer players because each and everyone can have his own personality, his own strength and weaknesses and the idea here is the earlier you can actually find out where you want to be and what's your strength and what's your weakness, the bigger, the better the things you're going to build. No, that's a great point. So and like when I see you talking like one of the things that I find is uh, like I found like this common thing between us is like Mm -hmm. you have a. Pure passion and pure determination on what you're going to do. And I feel like it's so contagious. Like you just want to do things like that. Like you just want to work with people like that
0: no i hear you 100 (laughs) thank you no but it's even for me like when i look at you and i'm not even like bragging because you're here but like it's it's so interesting just to like see each and every individual learn so much from something that they have studied or like they have spent so many hours like just learning and perfecting and all while matching that type of external knowledge that they brought to themselves over the years with what they have that is built in them which yeah. is really like i want to like it's like i don't know somebody that learns about uh, f- flour and eggs and then they they learn how to make something and they they really want to use these types of ingredients to like create like the most delicious cake in the world yeah. and it's like this 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 drive i guess yeah. of like i want to like you know what i mean like i want to present this i want to make this as best as i can i i have this idea in my head that i want to you know present to the world and yeah. again th- like i th- for me ultimately like i feel like that's what our world is about yeah, you know for sure. it's like it's it's really interesting um alrighty. so i don't know how like okay i don't know how far we went yeah but um i think i'm just gonna stop it here unless if you want me to stop to talk about something else
1: no i think that's pretty much it okay perfect know. all right
0: so i'll just stop Okay, perfect. So I think that will just sum up our segment okay. for today um, for anybody that wants to a player scout or just somebody who's curious to know about more, more Mercado and yeah. a more um, more deeply. You can go on Mercado.ai. Yep.
1: I'll
0: let you just. Uh, yeah, for sure. Way. Like
1: if you want to check your stats, if you want to know more about the project, you can just go to Mercado.ai type in your name or someone's else name, someone you know, and check the stats. Um, if you have any question or anything like that in the project, feel free to email me at adnan, which is A-D-N-A-N, at mercado.ai. Um, yeah, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you again, Milla, right. for having me. Thank it's, you. Almost, it's always a pleasure just talking to you. Thank you.
0: So. you. <laughs> <laughs> C'est tellement vrai. Yeah. En plus, comme à chaque fois je te parle, I'm like...